0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Vu, episode number seven for Monday, September seven, Year of Our Lord twenty twenty, holiday edition of the Voice of One podcast, otherwise known as Vu. Woody Cumbie here. I'm your host for about the next twenty minutes, presenting a carefully curated content just for you. And you know what it is—a finely tuned blend of coffee, current events faith and fsu football all right a reminder of our exciting news that vu has replicated i don't know how but it did so it's now available on the following anchor spotify pocket cast breaker radio public and google podcasts that's right the vu is out there ladies and gentlemen and so whichever one you like go there like it and subscribe and give it a five star if that's what you want. I don't know how it all works, but uh, I know you can download, you can have notices and all that kind of stuff. So uh, just know it's out there. It's replicating on its own, apparently. All right, so here we are. It's Labor Day 2020. Quite a holiday weekend. It's been already, that's right, we've already passed the 100th day of riots in Portland. I'm sure they're having a very happy Labor Day out there. But on uh, a more. <laughs> <laughs> but on a more pleasant note, uh, we had the 146th running of the Kentucky Derby. I mean, so odd, really. I mean, I mean, first of all, we had the Indianapolis 500, which is always run on Memorial Day weekend. It was run uh, in late August. Now we've had the Kentucky Derby, which is normally run on the first Saturday in May, being run on Labor Day weekend. So odd. So odd. Well, anyway, it was a two-horse race. You've heard of a two-horse town? Well, this is a two-horse race. <laughs> it was Tis the Law and Authentic. That's right. Tis the Law was the favorite, and Authentic was um, one of the one of the other favorites. They both jumped out and, and made it to the lead, Authentic uh, in first, Tis uh, the Law in second, and basically Authentic just held the race the entire time, held the lead the entire once. Once Authentic got to the lead, uh, held it the entire time. A lot of people thought Authentic would fade uh, in the stretch, but Authentic did not. And so Authentic is your Kentucky Derby champion 2020. By the way, I, I read somewhere that uh, there's no plural for the word julep. I mean, I can't confirm that, but I read that some chef said that. Anyway. Well, anyway, Labor Day is uh, a day for cookouts. Wait, also for some coffee. Hang on. Yeah, Labor Day is a day for, uh, for cookouts. Maybe you've got one planned. But it brings up the age-old question. Is a hot dog a sandwich? A hot dog on a bun, is that a sandwich? Now, if you were to, if you were asked to name five sandwiches right like grilled cheese reuben um club blt ham now if you said hot dog would that count if you'd been asked to name five sandwiches, if you said hot dog would that would that count as a sandwich i don't know i don't i don't know i mean i know i mean i know i know a hot dog on a stick doesn't count I can't uh, a corn dog No, that's not a sandwich come on but but if you like take off all the corn and you pull out the stick and you put it on a bun that's a sandwich i i don't know i don't know this is just leisure stuff for labor day just for your entertainment what do you where where else do you get content like this all right hang on folks all right meanwhile here on labor day 2020 we got records that's right I, i don't mean vinyl i mean records as in you know, like the most, the fastest, the tallest, a record, a record. NBA playoffs, they're setting a record. Lowest viewership ever, NBA playoffs. Uh, and also gun sales. <laughs> Boy, they're setting a record in the opposite direction. All-time record number. Now, listen to this. This is from NPR on, uh, uh, this was a month ago, actually. Uh it says, uh, amidst protest and virus fears, firearm background checks hit all-time high. All right. Da-da-da-da. It says, in a year marked by coronavirus fears, a slowing economy, a na- nationwide protest calling for an end to systematic racism, more and more Americans are looking to arm themselves, according to a key government indicator. The FBI reported that Americans set a new record of 3.9 million Background checks to purchase or possess firearms in June. This eclipsed the previous record set in March of 3.7 million background checks. In fact, seven, the story says, seven of the 10 highest weeks for National Instant Criminal Background Check Systems, which is run by the FBI, launched in 1998, seven of the top 10 have come this year. And that includes the first four weeks of June. The guns, ladies and gentlemen, are flying off the shelves. Yeah, you remember. Uh, man, I'm telling you, when... Uh, anyway, I, I don't even... It, it's Labor Day. I won't, I won't go there. I won't go there. I just, just understand, ladies and gentlemen, the guns, the ammo, the accessories, they are flying off the shelves. And by the way, uh, I think you understand that gun owners... They, they tend to vote red. They tend to vote red. And so this, this might be a little hint as to where we're headed. Anyway, by the way, yeah, yeah, you know that that was not a number of background. That was not, not a number of sales, actually. That was a number of background checks that are run when you are purchasing a firearm. Have you ever heard the left say, well, we need to have background checks, Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, you got background checks and have always had background checks since 1998, 3.9 million of them just in the last month. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today on this uh, Labor Day VU, uh, just a leisurely check of the news and then more woody commentary coming up on Wednesday. But on today's VU, we've got three segments, pyro, U-Haul prices, and top chop. Okay, so get ready for those, and we'll be back in just a moment. Okay, welcome back for segment number one, Pyro, P-Y-R-O, Pyro, right here for your Labor Day weekend. Well, how about this? Seven thousand acres burn in California thanks to wait for it a gender reveal. (laughs) No, you can't make this stuff up. All right, here we go. According to Newsmax, California fire triggered by gender reveal fireworks. This is being carried by everybody. All right, this is a story uh, today, uh, September seven. A firework at a gender reveal party triggered a wildfire in Southern California that has destroyed seven thousand. Acres, More than 500 firefighters, four helicopters, battling the El Dorado blaze in the east end of San Bernardino. All right. And here's what they say. Quote, Cal, F- Cal Fire law enforcement has determined that the El Dorado fire burning near Oak Glen in San Bernardino Ca- County was caused by a smoke generated pyrotechnic device used during a gender reveal party end quote, Cal Fire said on on Twitter. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. I mean, I mean, w- w- wouldn't you think that they, uh, you know, maybe would put the fire out? I mean, did, I don't know. Did they just have it out there baking? And then, re- you know, who knows? Who knows? But anyway, that's your pyro story number one. But that's not all. How about this? A guy using a, a, an electric fly swatter blows up his house. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, you can't make this stuff up. I'm listen- Hey, I'm just bringing it to you for uh, your leisurely uh, Labor Day. Here it is. This is Fox News. Uh, and it says, man chasing fly accidentally blows up part of the house. Right? Now, here's what it says. It says, a man in France. <clears throat> okay. A man in France was injured Friday when he blew up part of his home while trying to kill a fly. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to kill the fly with an electric swatter. Never heard of an electric swatter. But anyway, the guy's in his 80s, bless his heart. And uh, he picked up the bug-killing racket after he noticed a fly, and he started swatting at it, unaware, oh, man, that a gas canister was leaking in his home. And so uh, a reaction to the electric uh, swatter and the gas caused an explosion and destroyed his kitchen and partly damaged the roof. The man escaped the blast with only light burns to his hand, transported to a local hospital. Oh, my gosh. 80 years old. Bless his heart. Electric. 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 water, Blows up his house. Oh, man. Oh Lord, help us all. All right. Here's your pyro pyro story. Number three, red commander. All right. Did you hear about this guy in Wisconsin? Yeah. He called himself the red commander. He had a flamethrower and Oh yeah. Yeah. One of these crazed white liberal kids. Uh, and, uh, and he dresses up in black, and he's a bad guy. He's got his uh, flamethrower out there uh, for Antifa. And uh, anyway, so, uh, of course, they track that guy. How, how does a guy get a—people talk about banning the, these weapons. How does, how does somebody get a flamethrower? Anyway, so anyway, this little guy, he's got a flamethrower, and he's out there. And so, the, of course, the, the police track him down. They find him. And uh, when they close in on him and, and arrest him, uh, the story says that he fell to the ground, curled up in a fetal position, and began to cry. The Red Commander. God, unbelievable. <laughs> I wonder how he got the title. Red Commander. But anyway, uh, there he is. He's on the ground now, fetal position, crying. But he's willing to burn down your property anyway uh all right so though that that's segment one your pyro hey we're going to come back in just a moment with segment number two u-haul prices hang on welcome back everybody here is your next segment it's u-haul prices i don't know if you saw this but uh Pretty pretty interesting uh, story about how U-Haul prices have skyrocketed. Well, it, it depends upon which way you're going. Uh, here's the headline. Fox News says uh, U-Haul prices jump amid high-tax city-state exodus. Oh, sure. That's why they're leaving. Um, anyway, it says... Uh, duh, duh, duh. It says U-Haul prices are starting to reflect growing demand among residents to leave high-tax cities and states during the coronavirus pandemic. Well, I think those are also just happen to be blue states and just happen to be where all the violence happens to be. However, uh, it was uh, pointed out on Twitter by Brian Westbury, chief economist of First Trust Portfolios LP, and he posts this, prices for Coming up for this coming week. Uh, now look at this contrast. Sa- uh, this is a U-Haul. What it costs you to uh, rent a U-Haul truck? Because you're exiting, you're fleeing, you're getting out of the, you're getting out of the craziness. All right. Now listen to this: Sacramento, California to Phoenix, Arizona, twelve hundred and seventy-eight dollars. But let's say you want to go the other way. Let's say you're crazy enough to go from Phoenix to Sacramento. How much does that cost? Remember, $1,278 to go from Sacramento to Phoenix. But what if you wanted to go from uh, Phoenix to Sacramento? Oh, that's $215. (laughs) How about Albany, New York to Orlando, Florida? Uh, Oh, God. Anyway, Albany to Orlando. $2,858 $2,858 to rent a U-Haul to go from Albany, New York, to Orlando. But what if you want to go the other way, Orlando to Albany? Oh, that's $752. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is, uh, you know, it's kind of uh, a crazy uh, little news story, but I'm telling you, it's bad news. I mean, they're sca- escaping, they're, they're running. These people, I mean, I don't blame them. I mean, I'd be exiting the big cities, too. I mean, but first of all, our big cities are dying. These folks are fed up with it. They're fed up with the high taxes. They're fed up with with the crazy regulation. They're fed up with blue state policies. They're done with it. They're leaving. But I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, it's bad news for all of us. (laughs) Because first of all, we need our big cities, right? I mean, they're nice to visit anyway. So, I mean... I don't want to think that our big cities are just are collapsing, but they are. And uh, that that's bad news. But here's another reason it's bad news. All these people that are exiting, they're bringing their blue state values to your neighborhood. That's right. They're going to buy a home down the street, and they're going to be amazed at how much home they can get for the dollar. And when they move in, they're going to bring their blue state values and their blue voting pattern to your neighborhood. That's right. And so this is this is not a good thing. And trust me when I tell you the 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 those I'm telling you, <laughs> look, once the Democrat people uh, realize that this is what's happened. They're, they're, look, if, if I'm saying this to you on this podcast, they can figure it out. They understand that's what's happening. They understand that if people exit New York City and they go to. Orlando, Florida—they're bringing their blue state values and votes with them. They understand that, right? And they're—they're they're still gonna—they're still gonna have enough uh, uh, blue votes in New York to carry New York. They know that they—they they can't have enough people exit for it to still right. So they're still gonna carry New York. Now they got a chance to flip Florida. So do you think that they're gonna—they're gonna shut down the violence, or shut down, or or lower the taxes, or or roll back the regulations? in New York. No, they see this as a they see this as an overall campaign strategy. That's how crazy and corrupt these people are. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that on Labor Day weekend. I was just going to have a nice leisurely time and I went off on a momentary rant. Gosh, I need to take a break. I'm going to take a swig of coffee and I'll be <laughs> right back for our last segment. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for our last segment of VU for September 7, your Labor Day, and the topic is Top Chop. Top Chop. That's right, three teams do the chop. It's the original FSU war chant. Yeah, the first first time was in 1984 at uh, an FSU ball game hosting Auburn that day. I was at the game. And uh, little did I know, we were beginning a brand new tradition. It's the war chant. It's the chop. And since that time, we've got uh, copycats in the professional ranks in baseball. The Atlanta Braves, of course, do their version of the chop. And, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, um, news from two of those today. First of all, the Braves. Braves on top, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Here we are in Labor Day on this weird Major League Baseball season. But uh, let's just look at the standings. That's not, nope, nope, nope. National League, ladies and gentlemen. National League. All right, we got the, the Cubs atop the Central Division. One and a half over the Cardinals. And then out west, we got the Dodgers playing. Man, tough. Dodgers. Five games up on the Padres. But, ladies and gentlemen, in the East, your Atlanta Braves, the Bravos, ladies and gentlemen, three games up on the Phillies. And so uh, we're headed down the stretch, headed down the stretch toward the playoffs when you're Braves leading the Eastern Division. All right. <laughs> All right. And then also on uh, CHOP News, uh, Mike Norvell, he's uh, he's named the starting quarterback. No surprise, really. James Blackman starting again for FSU. He'll be starting this Saturday when the Knowles host the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, 3:30 on ABC. All right, be tuning into that and see how James Blackman does on his start. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for being here with us today on Vu Wednesday Big Show Plan featuring the reveal of wait for it Woody's Coffee ranking names right? We already know we got one of them. It's called Consumable. <laughs> but we coming back with some other ones. Uh, that'll be big, the big reveal for Woody's Coffee Ranked Names coming to you on Wednesday. And uh, meanwhile, have a happy Labor Day. God bless each and every one of you and your families. And we'll see you back here on Wednesday for vue episode number eight.